I have never wanted to withhold anything. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. The rock was landed on us. He counted on America to be passive. He counted wrong. Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. Does my sexiness offend you? Welcome to True Man, the podcast with everything you need to know. All right, everybody uh, listening, uh, this is the True Mass Podcast. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard the True Mass Podcast before, this probably isn't going to be like other episodes. Uh, number one, uh, my normal co-host, Amun, is not here. She has been replaced with Mr. Talon Gomes. <clears throat> Young Gomington in the cut, how are we doing? Young Gomington, I'm sorry for pronouncing your name wrong. And this episode is something that I really wanted to do as soon as possible, just because unlike a lot of people, um, me personally, uh, I've been quiet on social media just because I don't know what to do. I've been on quiet. It. I've been very quiet too on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if anyone has you been know less quiet has been less quiet than you, but in like. I, I pretty much read all your stuff. Like eventually, like I was a fan of it. Yeah. I think like yeah. there was a, like a, there was a wide diverse array of things posted, and th- this episode is probably like we're we're gonna touch on a lot of different things, but we're just gonna go in about the election. And the reason I wanted to do this episode was because I feel like with everything being posted, a lot of the shit is about millennials like are whiny. Uh, moany about it, like they're they're like people are saying like millennials are like children about this, but we're not really getting a lot of opinions from millennials other than like little clips and little sound bites from protests that are made to make them look like a whiny. Way. Yeah, a because way. you know what will happen is liberal. I mean, most of the time, in the well, actually, hundred percent of the time in this case, the millennials that are being described as whiny or like, I guess. Soft, soft, yeah. Are liberals, yeah, because of the L that that they just took. So yeah. they'll the same video can be spun to make them look like they're powerful, and can be spun by the other side to make them look whiny. A hundred percent. So it's just it's it's depend it depends on how you use what's being like what's being displayed. And yeah, that that's a funny like the word whiny is pretty much just short shorthand for like millennials are soft. Right, people are like, like that. That's everybody's soft, point. lazy, whatever. People. Which is kind of like what all the Trump supporters said about people who voted for Hillary. Like 100%. you're soft, you're, you know, you you don't understand. And, and this is not going to be like a Trump bashing podcast. Um, mm. There will be a mod. There will be an amount of Trump bashing, but I just want to get like first off, Talon. Yes. That day after, so when you woke up and you like walked out of your dorm. Like, what was the vibe? What was the mood? Well, before I even get to that, yeah, I'll be very transparent right now. I didn't even fucking vote. Yeah. Because I was not a fan of Hillary, and I was less of a fan of Trump, didn't feel like picking the lesser of two evils, and standing in line to do so, never mind just picking it. Like, maybe if it was an online thing, I could just log on, press Hillary, and be done, but I didn't even like her, so I didn't feel like waiting in line, registering, doing all that bullshit. Yeah. So I was like... Whatever. I don't care really what happens. And um, I think I, obviously I was leaning a little bit more towards Hillary, but I, w- I don't even want to call it that. I want to call it leaning a little bit away from Trump. A little, yeah. 
And, that, that's uh, interesting. And I didn't want to go third party because they didn't really have a shot, and I didn't. I just didn't. It was it was the type of election where you're gonna have to settle no matter, you, no matter who you pick. Unless you're a diehard, obviously there's those that actually liked. There, yeah, there, there's a small population, but emphasis on the word small. Right. Because right. most Hillary supporters were like, okay, we'll let her in, but she lies a lot. Right, exactly. And she's shady. She's, she's inconsistent. Super inconsistent. And people who voted for Trump, a lot of them were like, I th- I heard a lot of, like, working – like, I work in a restaurant. I've worked in, like, recreational facilities yeah. a ton. And a lot of those dudes – like, when Trump ran before, mm-hmm. a lot of those dudes liked him. And their whole thing was like, you know, he's cocky and he's arrogant, but I like the way he speaks to me. Like, he speaks to my sensibilities more than any other candidate. And I feel like that was just all tone coming yeah. from Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to be fair – I think those who call others stupid for voting for Trump is just because he's he sounds a certain way. Mm. On the other side, you're stupid. You're just as stupid as that person, or I don't just for lack of a better term, you're just as stupid as that person if you sh- dislike him strictly off the way he speaks. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's classism. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Like I thought it was gonna be a runaway. Hillary run away with it, and like I'm I'm not gonna be that happy when I wake up. But I mean. It'll be, I guess, a little bit better than Trump. It wouldn't be like what happened. Had I known that it would have been close, I probably would have got my ass to a, like a poll. Yeah. yeah. So I guess in a way I'm part of the problem, but I don't feel guilty at all because it's my fucking choice. And let's be real, I mean, Mass, he, she still won Mass. So. Yeah, I, I think it's important. It's kind of like a wake-up call for a lot of people on right. the fence and a lot of people who are like, I didn't want to pick the lesser to you. I, I voted for Hillary, yeah. Um, and I did feel... A little dirty after You know what I mean? Exactly. And I just didn't want to deal with that. And so think about it. When you add that together with the fact that, oh, because, I mean, everybody thought she was going to run away with it. A hundred percent. So when you add the fact that I didn't want to feel slimy leaving the poll. Yeah. Plus the fact that everyone knew she was going to run away with it. I was like, all right, fuck this. And I can get the, I can, Trump's not going to be in office and I don't have to pick a slimy fucking candidate. That's what I'm saying. So I was like, all right. But so there's two things that I really wanted to get into off the top, and I don't know which one to go in first. I guess it's up to you. One is the racial backlash of what's going on right now. Love it. I yeah. wish I wish I could just get on my Facebook right now. The second thing I wanted to talk about was why this happened and why, especially on campuses and with millennials, it's such like a shock. It's such a unbelievable, like devastating event. Okay, we'll start. Yeah, start with the first one. Start with the or first what do you, one. I don't know. Here, here's my thing. So we had this shit in class that I can't say I was a fan of, but the teacher, like, stopped class. It would, had The class has nothing to do with politics. Right. The teacher stopped the class and was like, I want all of you to, like, just share your feelings about the election. And my class, like, it's a pretty diverse class. And one thing that I noticed that I've talked to a lot of other friends who also noticed was, the white kids in the class shut the fuck up. No, it's the opposite. Oh, really? The ab- so, oh, here, okay. No, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. The, uh, so, so all like the white kids like spoke out and were, was like, "This is devastating. Like, this is awful. I'm so mad. I'm so scared." Like a lot of the, a lot exactly. of the white girls there yep. said, "Like, I'm so scared. Like, this is terrifying." I mean, all those feelings are right, valid. Right, right, fine. But whenever it got to like a black kid, uh, male or female. And th- I mean, this isn't like uh, I'm not saying that this is like a statistical evaluation. No, it probably is. Keep going because I think I think I know what's where this is going. It well, like whenever it went to them, they were just like, I don't really have anything to say. Because about you that. know, I'm gonna say it's two things. Number one, we don't feel like sounding the fuck off in in a classroom 
and going off because I'd I'd love to, but it's just, it's not the right time. Yeah. I mean, like technically, any time you pick to go off is the right time, but going know. off is a lost art form. Right. I know. I'm trying to keep it alive. You're, de- <laughs> you're um, doing a good job. Um, two. In a way, we're used to it. That's yes. You know that's what I mean? Exactly. What people I was are. Thinking. This is this is the first time for a lot of uh, white people. Is I I need to find a way to word this. Can I pick up? Yeah, I think I, This is the first time, like, white people's eyes have been open to the fact that not, like, the progression that we're all seeing and, like, the steps forward is not with every part of America. Right. It's not that, with everybody. Right. And, and this is, I guess this is the first time that uh, white people are seeing any type of oppression as, like, as the aggressor. You know On what I'm saying? On a global scale, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So normally when, whenever white people talk about, and obviously I'm generalizing, Generalize but, away. But uh, whenever white people talk about oppression or this and that, they're like, it's it's those people. You know yeah. what I mean? It's those people that, that are, you know, don't let them in. Like, yeah. don't let them into your head. Don't let them into your, like, you know, don't let them in. Keep if, the fuck. If you say, like, a, anything remotely like a slur, like, get, right. you, you don't say that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But with black people, it's, for us, it's, they've been in. Do you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's always been, they're the aggressor. We're on the, we're on the, de- we're on the defense. That's crazy. So this is the first time that those activists that are like preaching the same type of shit that we have been preaching have seen it as they're 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 the that's the Warriors. Yeah. And they're the Philadelphia 76ers. Thank you for using a basketball term something I exactly. know a ton about. Uh, you're, Seven, 73 and 9 versus well, I don't know what they were but worst team in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's the first time being like we're making it an uphill battle. And it, I think it's also crazy like uh, something I heard from a moon because I was uh, I was calling her and uh, and she told me something that I thought was really crazy because the same thing happened to her when like all the RAs got together in her building and they were all talking about what happened and all the black RAs didn't say anything and all the white RAs pretty much all said the same thing like yeah. it was awful and she said it was because I'm just so exhausted right no hundred percent the the shit that I was so like art especially like in the, like like call it rap call it what music in general. Like, To Pimp a Butterfly was one of the biggest albums. Fucking hated that album. Yeah, a lot of people weren't a big, huge fans of it. But Love that. I'm just, can I get into that? Real? White people liked it, but two go se- on. Yeah, exactly. Let me go two seconds with that. <clears throat> hated the album because it got incredible reviews and um, acclamations because of its message. And anything musical was disregarded. Mm. Audibly, it sounded like fucking shit. You really think so? Yes, I think audibly it was terrible. I think it was fuck. okay. I, I didn't think it was great. I mean, no, I thought it sounded like I thought it sounded like garbage. I think all there's right. like what I like Black of the Berry and uh, what else? Uh, that, uh, we gonna be all right? I don't know what the actual name of the song is. Um, is it just called All Right? I think it's called All Right. Yeah. All right. Well, regardless, yeah, I thought it sounded like shit. Great message. So people were like, yeah, let's get behind this. Everyone could get behind it. And uh, but that's the thing. Like just on message alone, that album got crazy. Like that's what I mean. Accolation. Same thing with, uh, like, like really recently, like Solange's album. Like, who who thought Solange would ever be popular? I know, yeah, I know. She drops an album about like Rachel. But here's the thing that I thought was interesting. When I heard those albums, I thought that all of them were just examples of steps forward. Now I'm looking at them like, oh, those are just like, those are arguments. Right. Exactly. Those are argue right. like. I never even considered this shit to be an argument. I thought it was like, oh, we're all on board with this. Yeah, right, yeah, no. But anyway, 
proceed with what you were doing, whether you're saying whether it be music or... Yeah, whether it be music or art, like, it seemed to a lot of people that we were taking these huge steps forward, like, racially, culturally, but we were just missing out on this, like, group of people that are outside of, like, our perception. Well, I've, I've seen a couple arguments lately that are valid. I'm not, like, not denouncing these arguments at all, but they were like, um, oh, yeah, liberals uh, and liberal media are spending too much time calling everyone who isn't this, this, and this a racist, um, misogynist, or is it, yeah, misogynist, or is it misogynist? Yeah, yeah misogynist. misogynist, yeah, yeah. Um, anything is, and sexist, whatever. And like, while that is valid, a lot of people have been getting that label that don't necessarily deserve it. Yeah. You have to acknowledge that with this election, there are fucking plenty that do deserve it. 100%. So I'm sick of seeing the argument because it almost gives it's almost giving those people an excuse and people that are actually an ist, whether racist, sexist, misogynist, whatever, are going to read that and, and say, yeah, you're right. We're not this, yeah. even though there's plenty that actually are that are now getting bailed out by these arguments. And it's so like I, I get and sure, liberals are definitely going a little bit too hard in some cases, but. It, yeah, it, the argument against that is like completely denouncing the fact that there are a gang of people on the Trump side that are legitimately against any kind of progression and legitimately want the country to move back like 50 years socially. Not all of them, and saying it's all of them is counterproductive. Right. But I guess my big thing man, is like I've never thought that something like this could happen. I never thought, yeah, and, and you know what's really getting me is I've been on Facebook straight up just going off. Yeah. And Talk a little bit about that. I need my posts. My phone's dead. I want to read my no, posts no, no, so no. Well, bad. Well, like why, like why? Why have I been going off? Why have you been going off? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I, it seems pretty obvious, but just like, just so. I've been going off because there, there's every single one has been different, but let me think of one in particular. There's people, I'll, I'll talk about the violent. Have you seen these things that are like coming out of, uh. Examples of um, of uh, hate speech and hateful acts post election by Trump supporters. Sure, on minorities. Tons, yeah. So, tons of posts. Obviously, you acknowledge that, right? You know, I'll post I'll post something about this, something about that. Somebody will post something at me or say something to me talking about, oh well, there's a uh, violent Hillary supporters doing this, or look at this Hillary supporter advocating violence, and I'm like, okay, number one. Don't treat it like it's a competition. Yeah. Don't treat it like it's a competition. You know, and if you don't know, this is that's that's your fault. But you know that there are plenty. I mean, you know that he won because of the rural South and the Midwest. People know this. The big part. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, obviously, you can't win off just them. He had his fair amount of support. But that was his. Ba- and people need to understand that was. That's his, his selling base. point. That was his selling point, and that's the reason why he got to the place he did. It wasn't off of just being a general. If he was a regular ass Republican and he ran on regular Republican values, he would not be in the White House no, right now. Fuck no. But he ran on looking at a very specific a lot would say forgotten portion of the population exactly now rich people there were a lot of rich people voted for him right. too a lot of people in like the middle suburban america that voted for him too for whatever reason but it, the people that really attached him and the people that were his strong bases were rural people from pretty much like countries lar- like large dispersed populations with a lot of land 
And I mean that that's sort of streams how he racist won. is what it is really racist people. Yeah, not to come at country people because I there's there's country people that are nice people. Well, no, let, let's get into that because I I would say racism is definitely more prevalent there. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I have family in Atlanta, and so we'll go to Georgia, and sometimes like I have some family that's kind of country, you know. They have uh, there's there, I meet white people that live around them and shit like that, and there's like they're good people, you know what I mean? Hmm. But. Like, that's why I don't want to come at them, because there's obviously there's country people that are just still nice. You know what I mean? People yeah. like I know people, white people with tractors and farms that I wish there fucking, was. You know what I mean? I, I know exactly. I wish there was a different word to distinguish racist people, like people who are straight up, like violently, aggressively racist yeah. against black people and people who are just either uninformed or didn't grow up around or ignorant, black people. Or, 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 yeah. I, I usually like to use the term culturally, culturally ignorant. And, and culturally, I mean, that that's a better way to put it. I right. wish there was something, and I hate to like sound like I'm going soft on people who don't understand other cultures and who like, don't no, I mean, understand. It's, but not, it's I, not going soft. It, it, call, calling like someone like that, like, you're a racist in the same way someone in the clan is racist. I think that that's it's 100% a complete, different. It's 100% different, and it hurts. It, it, like, it hurts those, the argument. The, well, those are the three types of racism. I like, if for, for lack of a better term, honestly, we were just talking about how we don't want to call them racist, but hear me out. No. There's Damn. people that hate black people or any whatever color we're talking about. I'm going to say black just because it's the easiest one to for people to relate to. Yeah. There's people that hate black people. There's people that are scared of black people. There's people that don't know black people. Yeah. And there's people that think they like black people, but support policies that do nothing but harm black people. Yeah, that's big. So, those are all very different things. But it's all under, like, but the moniker But it's all under the umbrella racist. of oppression. And it, and if you get that little soundbite of the, like, 20-year-old college student saying, Trump supporters are racist. Then it's going to come out. And it's going to come out, at, and they're, they're going to get that message, and they're going to be like, well, I'm not going to listen to fucking anything else you have to say. Exactly, because they're going to hear the term racist, and instead of thinking about what, which they should. I mean, if I'm not expecting someone to be called racist and break down, hmm, I, I wonder what oh, type yeah, of racist. Oh yeah, I must be racist. Yeah, right, right exactly. Right. I wonder what type of racist I am. No, they're gonna hear that and they're gonna they're gonna shut it off. They're not gonna they're not gonna listen to that. They're gonna cut that out. So it's like, there's no there's a ton of people out there that might have racist tendencies. And the term racist comes out so hard, but it doesn't yeah. always. It, it's not always that harsh. Yeah. Like some people like say there's people that support certain policies that harm black people but they 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 have black friends mm. you in a, in a way depending on what the policy may be that it could it could come off racist but that doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person in that way if you're if you hate black people you're a bad person straight up For sure. but if you, if you if you maybe you're maybe you're ignorant to the way the these policies are oppressing people in which case all you need to do is educate yourself yeah so just because you might be supporting something that's in turn racist doesn't mean you should immediately just be like Fuck you, I'm not racist and keep, you know what I mean? And, it's all about learning. And on that ignorant shit, let me just say something for myself because I do want this podcast to, and that's what it's been so far, a representation of the millennial reaction to this that's not crazy and that's not like whiny and bitchy. Right. I want to say this election to me revealed a lot of my ignorance to what America was really like. Because I, it, it's, did this election, like what happened? It's on me, too. I voted for Hillary, but this is also my fault because if I was aware of things going on in middle America, if I was aware of things going on in the rural South, I read a crazy statistic about after the housing collapse in uh, in 2007 when it bounced back, mm-hmm. 
it didn't bounce back in the South. That mm. Those people stayed poor, and every change that was made, every law that was legislated, didn't help those people. And they just got more and more angry, yeah. more and more disenfranchised. And may, I think a lot of them hate Trump. I think a lot of them hate, I mean, at least pieces yeah. of Trump yeah, about yeah. what he represents. Yeah. But it, it's just like he was the only guy. Yeah. He was the only dude, and we let that happen. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, another thing. When people treat it like a competition to see who's, whose side is more ridiculous. Yeah. Say uh, there was this video of these um, Hillary, no, I don't want to say Hillary supporters, but anti-Trump people. Anti-Trump people. Happened to be black, three dudes, something like that. Beating the shit out of a white dude. And uh, in the background you can hear, oh, he voted for Trump, this and that. And uh, it's assumed that they beat his ass because he voted for Trump. Yeah. Obviously you can't see what happens at the beginning of the video to spark all this. But give whoever, like, benefit of the doubt, say they're only beating his ass cuz. Yeah. Because he voted for Trump for the sake of this. While that may be ridiculous and you don't beat the fuck out of someone just because of who they voted for, you still have to understand it's not the equivalent of the type of violence and um, hate acts that these radical Trump supporters from the rural Midwest and rural South are doing. Explain. These are, these are isolated incidents and stupid acts of violence that are going to come after any big moment, whether it be an election or anything that affects the entire country. Mm. So there are going to there's going to be violence. There's going to be stupid people. What the what these people are not doing when they beat the shit out of this guy is trying to start a revolution against an entire group of people that have been oppressed for hundreds of years. That's something that I've been thinking about. Do you think that's going to start now? I think that there's like because I can't see it not happening that a bunch of like radical separatist black like movement start happening in the United States well, because of this. Well, people already think Black Lives Matter is a fucking terrorist group. <sighs> yeah. There's a fucking oh my god, who's the dude uh I can't remember his name, but I saw it on Twitter. It was a guy um who's got ties with Trump. I think he's actually he's like a pretty big name. I don't know why I can't remember his name, but he was like, "Oh yeah, uh a Black Lives Matter and ISIS alliance is inevitable or imminent." Really? Yeah, I don't like okay. Relax with that. Like Rush Limbaugh? Was it a dude like that? <laughs> like, a, like a talking head? Yeah, I mean, it was a... It was a apparently, Trump's going to appoint him to something. Oh, like okay. He's, a, he's fairly important. I feel kind of dumb for not remembering the name, but I, I also don't really we'll give a fuck because he's Fine. that stupid. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Were you saying something about... I, I was saying something about... Do, do I think that's going to happen that... Do, yeah, the, the, do you think like... Because I can't see it not happen. Do you know what I'm saying? In the same way that people in the rural South, after feeling disenfranchised mm-hmm. for so long had to start these movements. I mean there there's been radical black movements but not like not not re- not not in a not in a not in a revolutionary way where like we're taking the country back, you know what I mean? David Duke's literal literal phrase is let's take our country back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's a Trump endorser and he's got tons of fans that that of course are going to vote for Trump because number one their their views align socially. Yeah. And if their guy David Duke is voting for him, then they're going to yeah, you know what I mean. If somebody endorsing, he, I mean, he's a he was a he's a fucking ex clan leader. Yeah, and so to say that it won't happen, I don't know. Yeah, like I feel I feel like it might, which th- is crazy. And th- that's the big thing about like bitching about people in universities being like distraught over this. First off, like the university is the center of a lot of progression and change. When you look at the civil rights movement. A lot of that shit happened because campuses. of people in co- people in college, people yeah. in campuses. The Vietnam War protests. Campus. Campuses. So campuses have been kind of the center of progression. 
So when you look at like the outlash and like the sadness and the how distraught people are on campuses, sure you could either chalk it up to the fact that oh look at these whiny bitchy millennials who don't understand how the world works, which is pretty much the argument to dismiss all millennials. Right. But you could also look at it as the fact that if the campus is the center of like progression and social change, the fact that so many people are distraught and angry Maybe that's a bad sign mm-hmm. for what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the future. It could be. It could be. To make it clear, if this type of thing does happen and black people do say, fuck this, we're riding out. Yeah. It doesn't justify, what I'm about to say doesn't justify a quote-unquote race war, but it's fighting back is what it is. Mm-hmm. Because people... And, and once again, that doesn't justify shit. There should not be a race war. Let me make that fucking clear. Guys, this podcast is not made to induce race wars. Exactly. And I, you know what? It scares me that you said that before you're going to say something yeah, else. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, no, guys, I don't want you to all rally. Yeah, no, let's not. Let's not do that. Let's not get guns. But. <laughs> and then another thing that's killing me is like when uh, on Facebook you see people talking about uh, racist Trump supporters. And there'll be people from our hometown. Yeah. In affluent ass Caucasia. <laughs> Shout out, Marion. And uh, like places like that that are like, I'm not fucking racist. Blah, 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 blah. And there'll be posts about like, oh, I know who voted, for, I know this person who voted for Trump and he's not racist, she's not racist, they're not racist. Listen, why do you feel the need to defend yourself so much that when we, we're not saying, we're not saying racism supporters, we're saying racist Trump supporters. If you are not a racist Trump supporter, why are you so offended when someone brings up those racist Trump supporters? Because you know that there are plenty that voted for him. Yeah. And people got to realize that, yes, while you may not have voted for him for the same reasons as some other people, those people, regardless of you being the supporter, had those ulterior motives that for them were primary. This is one of those things where, like, the word racist as an all-encompassing term is tough to because it's like, I don't believe that a lot of those people hate black people. Right. I don't believe, like, I, I know that there's definitely a few. Or but whether I, it be, or, or hate women, or hate, or hate Hispanic, women, or, or Muslims, or whoever. Or anything. But the the argument is, like, to restructure it and word it a little better, is you are complicit in those ideas by voting for Trump. That's the idea. That's right. trying to it, Like, no one's saying that you're violently opposed to black people if you vote for Trump automatically. But you, by voting for Trump, you are complicit in those bad behaviors. In the same way, if you vote for Hillary, you're complicit in her bad behaviors. You're complicit in her rigging of the election in uh, like against Bernie. Like like you were complicit in that. Which I'm surprised hasn't been talked about more in general. Bro, Nas- she just fucking she fucked him in the ass, and, and nobody's talking about it. Like, she literally cheated yeah. in politics. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, I think that's why there was such a low turnout. Yeah, 100%. people people were like, "Fuck that!" Whether or not like liberal media covered that a ton, there was actually there was this thing that bugged me out, man. And it was a whole NPR episode about um, how the Hillary email scandal worked, and it was all pro Hillary. And it's like, you think people are gonna listen to this and then be like, "Oh, NPR is totally non-biased." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Oh man, liberal media has not done the best job. They as I, of late. And that's why I'm saying, like, even though I voted for Hillary, I feel like this is on me as much as it's on anybody who voted for Trump, because mm-hmm. this is a this is our problem. As much as people want to like put the "not my president" stuff out there, I don't know. How do you feel yeah. about that? Well, all right. At first, with the whole protest thing, 
the very first, actually, right when the, um, well, like I said, I wasn't, I didn't have that many, that many emotions towards this whole thing at the very, like, once I found out Trump was president, because I was like, oh, this, you were, you, I was like, this kind of yeah. sucks. And then I saw all the, uh, those supporters, those bad people, and all that they were doing. Bad people? Like the, <laughs> like you're that, just saying Trump supporters in general? No, 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 like, tho- <laughs> like, like those, like those ones, you know what I mean? Like, the all ones like we've the been bad, disgusting, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the fucking. The bad Trump supporters. The uninformed, exactly, pieces yeah, yeah. of shit. And... I saw all that they were doing, and I was like, "Damn!" Uh, now I really fucking wish this dude wasn't here, yeah. because even though it's like I don't like I don't hate Trump that much, because I know that he was saying what he said to get elected. I don't like him, but I don't hate him. What I do hate is the people that he's empowered, and the hate that he's normalized. So when I re- when I recognized all this as like like I didn't I didn't think it was going to completely end after the uh, election. But I thought maybe it would die down a little bit and it's only picked up. So when I recognized this, I was like, all right, I'm definitely down to protest, do something. And then I started thinking, because that was all emotionally fueled. And I was like, a protest isn't going to do anything. He's the president. Straight up. He's our president now. Right. So then I started saying, yeah, fuck it. I don't know why people are protesting. This is stupid. You're not going to get anything done. And it was just, I kind of looked down at it, not in a condescending way, but like on a what are you doing way. And then I started thinking, I don't think it was as much of a protest as it is a therapy session. I think people just needed to feel a sense of community afterwards. Exactly. I think people just needed to be like, all right, there's other people that still feel and think the same way that I do, even though it might not look like it at the moment with what's going on nationally. I think people just needed to get out, let out their anger, and be with people who felt the same way. Can I get, and I hate... Which I think is a good thing. Go ahead. I I hate if this is corny and we can cut it out if it does if it is corny. well now we're not cutting it out because that's right. gonna be hilarious that you said that fuck there's a quote that i always bring up whenever something like catastrophic happens like whenever someone perceives something as catastrophic because okay. a lot of people didn't perceive this as catastrophic a lot of people are really happy i would say a lot of the trump it's hard to argue that the people who are uh picketing against him don't see this as catastrophic but the uh caliga braun quote and it's your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. All right, one more time. Your, your pain, pain is, is the, the breaking of the shell that, that encloses your understanding. understanding. So they had their understanding in a shell. Like, like their understanding was enclosed in a shell. Their understanding where of... This can't, like, the understanding that oh, the, the world the, works... Oh, the kind of notion that he's not going to get elected. The world works in a way where a guy like that can't get elected, okay. where people can't be complicit in those kinds of ideas where people aren't this outraged at the way America is going and the like the steps that have been taken in the last whether you want to call it 12 years or whether you want to call it 24 years 30 years 40 years like their understanding was enclosed in this idea that that can't happen like and it fucking shattered yeah. that shit was broken to pieces there is like Humpty Dumpty fell the fuck off that wall straight up and when you yeah, like like you said, this is kind of just like a group therapy session in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, that's not if right to protest in the United States super important. Protest if you want to protest, it's super important. But I think there also needs to be a little bit said towards people voted for him. So just, if you're just protesting in anger and you're not like thinking about those people who vote for him and not trying to include them in some sort of way, we can't get rid of. Twenty five percent of the population. I will say, I don't have a pro. I agree with that, but I will say, in the first four or five days, 
after the election, I don't mind protesting my anger if you just need to purge, get it all the fuck out. People protested Obama. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there there was a crazy thing that happened, just to bring it full circle, in, in that, like, class session where, like, the teacher was like, all right, anybody who wants to get something off their chest, go ahead and say it. That same scene, at whatever degree, must have happened in the South when Obama got elected. Probably. How crazy is that? Like that exact scene. Probably in with certain a bunch certain of, parts of the south. Certain parts of the south. The, it, depending on what part of the south you get your shit smacked. If that was a hundred percent, don't try that shit in Atlanta. But no, like, for if like like, and it probably didn't happen to college campus. But whether you call it like around a dinner table yeah, in like yeah. in like a VFW meeting in like, like a lot of different places in the south, people must have been exactly as devastated when Obama got dismissed that shit and be like. Our anger is the only anger that matters. I, I know that I come from a place of like, oh, it, when I'm saying, oh, let's just like see past this. I know that's disregarding a lot of people's anger, and that's not what I'm doing. Like, your anger is valid. I think everyone's anger is valid, but it needs to be directed. As, yeah, at something. At something. Yeah. Anger yeah. for anger's sake I, is fine, and it's human. It sucks, though, because then you're just sitting yeah. there fucking angry, and you don't know where to point, and then you're just like, fuck. Like, you're not I doing anything. Eat some food and go to sleep type shit. That, that type of anger sucks. It's the worst. And a lot of people have that type of anger right now. Oh, 100%. A lot of people have that type of anger yeah, right now. It is crazy. Moving moving forward, like whether, at, whether you want to say as a young person, as a college student, as a student of color, like wh- how do you see – the steps that we're taking in the future like what do you see as our future under trump like concerns uh okay questions that sort of thing i feel like the future under trump is literally a question itself yeah like i think it is a question i don't think there's any right or wrong answer to that question right i have no clue what to expect is is this i mean it's got to be the first time a celebrity has there only been celebrity fucking presidents before I, well, every cele- every president is technically in, in a celebrity, some way, right. but no, not like this. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not uh, like this. Like no, no political outsider has been elected to it's, U.S. It's, I don't know what to think. I do know this. I, I'm hoping that instead of race war, that <laughs> that it becomes a a time for black people to stop being so selfish. Because mm. as yeah, I know. I, what? I just said that because. We we love to say, oh yeah, we gotta we gotta look out for each other, we gotta support each other, and you, it, you yeah, it's so rare, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I mean it's it's not rare because we do support each other, but I mean in in comparison to how often we say it's us against the world or it's anything related to that. Yeah. We we kind of like are about it for a few days, as as a population, some some people just don't really practice what they preach. And I hope this is like, since we have a guy who's going to sustain four years of presidency, maybe. Yeah. Because this you, isn't you going can, away. You, exactly. You can't stop. This isn't so going I'm, away. So I'm hoping this is a time for black people, the whole black population, to stop being selfish in terms of, um, in terms of keeping themselves up. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, we need to, like, come together as a community and not look at uh, each other as any type of opposition, any situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because obviously there's been preaching, like, I hate the term black on black violence. It's fucking stupid. But... That's a whole nother episode. That's exactly. That's that's one of the more... That's one of the... That's a definition of selfish. Yeah. Like, you're in a country where you're oppressed and, and killing somebody else that's fighting the same fight you're fighting 
is the definition of selfish. Granted, I have 100% understanding for why, because it would have been white people doing that had the roles been reversed in terms of pigmentation. If white people went through Jim if, Crow. If, if, that white people, if white people were the minority and, and we went over to Europe and took them to Africa, they'd be the ones in the hood shooting each other. It has nothing to do with any type. It has nothing to do with the race itself. Yeah. Because it's current situation. Right, right, right. So I'm saying I hope it I hope I guess I hope it just breeds love, not to sound like a bitch, but <laughs> Yeah. Dude, love is so yo, you talk about love up in here? Hey, you know. Pussy. You are no, because you already you already did that with your little whatever the fuck it was. So I was like, <laughs> nah, I don't know what you're talking about. I was about, like, dog. damn, now I can't sound soft. But I've yeah, stayed, I mean, I've stayed hard this whole time. Yeah, I guess I guess it's not so much selfish as it is um as it is not stagnant, but removed, maybe. Yeah, removed. And uh yeah, I don't know. I don't. I guess I say selfish because we we say we care more than we actually do as a population. That needs to change. And I've I've heard that a lot with like the certain acts of police brutality, where it's like that's you know, a, that's also been pretty big for us too. I mean, this is that's brought black like, people together. Like I think that what I'm talking about right now and people coming together, black people coming together, is a process that's been happening for probably the past three years on a grand scale. Yeah, I'd say long, uh, like ever since um, Zimmerman, ever since that trial. What was that? Five, four that years. That was a long time. It had, ago. To be, it had to be about four, right? Was it only four years ago? Uh, time flies. Yeah, bodies drop. Body, oh, God, oh. I mean, I'm Ooh. just saying. I'm just saying. No, that I I understand. It seems it probably seems soul. like it's farther away because there's been so fucking many. But I don't even want to get into that. Yeah. But um, yeah. I hope this is just another way because this will be the this will be. The best time for us to come together because somebody didn't have to die. Yeah. This particular time. This particular time. Obviously, yeah. people are people die every day. Niggas die every day. Be to quote paid in full. <laughs> but this, I mean, this is one of the times on it that will get national recognition where a black person didn't have to die for us to say, "Yo, we gotta do something." Yeah. You know I mean? So that's big. Yeah. And um. So, closing words. I uh, posted something on Facebook like a couple days ago, and it said, if you support Trump, do not uh, listen to rap music anymore, don't use urban slang, and don't idolize any minority athletes. Explain that, because I think a lot of people <clears throat> would be confused by it. A that. lot of people would be offended, too. And offended. Um, I said that because, and, I, and then I said that's called a parasitic relationship, because it is. When you, a, a vote for Trump is a vote for the culture of white supremacy, which he is furthering. Now, granted, I don't hate you if you voted for Trump based on your own ideals outside of race. If you voted for Trump, obviously you wouldn't admit it's because of white supremacy, but if you did, then that's who, that's who I hate. So regardless, if you voted for him, you're voting along with these other people and a culture that is now more prominent than it's been in a long, long fucking time. So when I see people listen to rap and use slang words and terms and idolize black athletes, then in a way you're saying, all right, I care about what you can give to me and entertain me with, but I guess you're going to have to forgive me about those other guys who are calling you the N-word, this and that, and the other thing. Because, you know, I didn't vote for that reason. I voted for, I voted for my so my dad or my mom or whoever could make a little bit more money. Not because 
and you're just going to have to deal with the fact that a bunch of other people are racist while I take your terms, while I take your music, and while I remain entertained by you dunking basketball. That, that's, that's why it's parasitic. So don't you think, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate, don't of you course. think that those people who are watching and taking in, like, black media, don't you think that serves somewhat of a purpose in helping them? Whereas, like, like let's say people follow your lead by, like, okay, I voted for Trump, so now I'm not going to take in any black media. Do you, do you think that that might further the divide? Well, no, take in black media if you're going to take it to educate yourself. Don't don't take it. Don't use our art. Don't use things we create out of f- for fun or for, you know. Don't take things that we can do that white people aren't as good at. Like, because it's not gonna. They're, they're not gonna gain anything educationally from it. They're gonna they're gonna enjoy themselves because of it. You know what I mean? It because it it's in and of itself like it has value. As a as a piece of art, it has value. Right. It's all right. And they're taking that because and it's dividing cool. it. Yeah, and dividing it from right. the people who produced it and where it came from. Because art, in a lot of ways, like great art, great athletes, great like things in our in culture come from oppression. Come from oppression, man. Hundred yeah, percent. So if I, I I agree with the with the fact that if you're looking at the last 40, 50, 60 years and the gaining exposure of black people in media you, you got to take that into account exactly you got to take that into account and you can't just let them continue to be show ponies and you know and, and people are going to hear this and be like oh well you know that's not me this and i'm like it is a fact at this point that trump has furthered white supremacy and and people hear that and assume oh then then uh you hate trump no, but that's how real this is. The fact that you can make that assumption shows how real this resurgence has been. Yeah. And people are going to say, oh, I'm going to keep listening to it because, you know, I, I, I like black people, this and that. Okay, well, go up to go up to your favorite rapper. Go up to J. Cole. Tell him, tell him how much you love his music. Speak like somebody from his neighborhood. Dress like somebody from his neighborhood. And then dap him up and tell him you voted for Trump. And ask me, uh, tell me how he feels about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's 100%. And that, you, you know, if you just clip off that little segment of what you put on Facebook and, and was like, oh, I can see how people could get mad, but the way you just put it now brings right. it so much more clear. And I think that speaks to the fact that little Facebook clips, and like I said before, little sound bites, little video clips. When taken by themselves and used out of context, you can spin anything anyway, and that's why I wanted exactly. to do this episode, to put a little bit of reference to a lot of the ideas, to right. put a little bit of reference behind a lot of that. So, again, Talon, thank you for uh, for joining us. Uh, this has been the True Mass Podcast. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and subscribe. We're going to be doing a lot more episodes in the future. Thank you. Make America gang gang again. God damn it. <laughs>